This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What was the name of the movie where they, um, a white man colors his skin black to see what it's like to be a black man? Oh, there's a few of those. Um, this one, the, the original the Powell. Was that one? Heart, um... See, Thomas Howell did one to try and get into Harvard. Was it like? No, that's not the one. The one I'm thinking of, and the reason I think of this specifically is, let's make a movie where a white guy becomes a black guy, and then he goes into black community. You know who we should get? Perfect for the role, a white guy becoming a black guy. James Whitmore. What? (laughs) That's your choice of who should be? Oh, what the hell was the name of that movie again? James Whitmore starred in it. Uh, it's from, I believe, like the 50s or 60s, somewhere in there. I saw Black Like Me. Black Like Me. That's exactly what it is. Mm. There you go. Black Soul like Man me. is the movie that I was thinking of. Soul Man, and I remember that. that. in 1986. Really? Yes. Jesus, that's long ago. Well, I it's just, long I learned... ago, but it's also shocking that they thought it was okay to have a white man pretend to be black <laughs> to try and get into Harvard. Well, wasn't it White Chicks with the Waynes Brothers? Uh, that yeah, mo- that movie right. came out like the yep. late 90s. Yeah, and, that was the late 90s, and, wasn't it? And they were even considering doing a remake of that movie in the last, like, probably two years. So, but uh, that's okay, huh? Okay. Well, on I a way, love that. On a way funnier note, do you guys remember when Tyra Banks put on that fat suit and yeah. changed America? Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> what? No. What are you talking yeah. about? I have no idea what you're now, talking about. Was that on her um, TV talk show? Yeah. Yes. So me and my roommate used to watch her TV show because it was the most unhinged thing ever. We used to just love it. Why um, did she put on a fat suit? She was like, I want to know what it feels like to be an everyday American. So I put on this fat seat and I... So everyday America's fat as yeah. hell? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. She's a supermodel. <laughs> yeah. So she's convinced that we're all just like fat, can't roll over to itch our own bodies. Like... She's like, I want to be That's one so of you guys. Stupid. I want to walk in your skin, so I'm going to do it. And she put on this fat suit, and at like one point was like crying, and we're like, always remember when Tyra oh, Banks put on that pet fat suit for oh, us. Yeah. She got into a lot of trouble, even for she America's did. Next Top Model. They did brown and blackface on oh, her yeah. show. Yeah. They were having white models sort of, you know, portray someone from Africa or, you know, it was like a whole setting. And it's shocking. The things they say and do in that show, oh, it will change you as a person. Is it still on? No, God, no. no But like Gen Z has gotten a hold of the footage and Uh they send that around and they die. I mean, it's so ridiculous. And it's not like. It's not like anyone's canceling anyone, but it's just so wild what we thought but was she appropriate. she refuses to apologize for oh, it. Oh, no, she's she'll like, never. She'll never apologize for it, which I think is weird. And she just goes, well, you know, just, you know, you do better later on. Um, and, and that's kind of it. Instead of like, you know what? I, I take a look at this footage and I cringe too. This yeah. shouldn't have happened. That type of thing. No no, I'm sorry, nothing. She just is like, and she's the executive producer on the show, so she had her hand in that cookie yeah. jar. Oh, and then on top of it, you have Janice Dickinson, or Dickens, yeah, Dickinson. Dickinson. Um, you know, one of America's uh, first supermodels, she'll claim. But she will constantly be calling people fat who are, like, rail skinny on that show. Really? Oh, it was... It was wild. And you go back and you go, this ain't good. This is not good. <laughs> Talk about creating a generation with like eating disorders and body dysmorphia. America's Next Top Model 
did it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what happened? And didn't Wendy Williams go down that same route, too? Didn't she get in a lot of trouble over some of the things she did on her show? She just she just said a lot of opinions that were not diluted. Um, she'd say, oh, yeah, well, here, here, whatever. She wasn't as bad. She definitely came from radio where she felt like oh, she could right, say York, whatever. Yeah. 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 Yep. She um, was huge in New York radio. Huge yeah. for a time there. Really? And then when it... And I think things started to, there was a lot going on in her personal life. I think she's had some mental health struggles and some physical health struggles that just have contributed to all of that. But that the end of her talk show was sad. You're telling me there's somebody in radio that's mentally ill? I knew you were going to say that. I literally. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, Brittany. I. just came out just now. There's two things about (laughs) Wendy Williams that I am obsessed with. One, she used to have a crown, like a tiara to her headphones that I was like, someday I'm going to glue a tiara on my headphones. Oh, God. And, of course, I've never did that because it's it's too much. Gotti. It's a little much. But then um, she said something recently that really struck me. She was, she, you know, she's going through her mental health stuff, and she said, I would ask for privacy, but we all know I never respected people's privacy, so I understand Ooh. where you're coming from. Ooh. And I was like... The self-awareness on that is surprising. Yeah. Some growth. I like the growth. You sure somebody didn't tell her to say that? They could have, but it's still so, I mean, it's shocking to hear it. Yeah, it'd be different if if she said, uh, you know, I know that I've had my moments of not respecting other people's privacy, but now you need to give me mine. You'd be like, okay, piss off. But I do like the fact that she went, okay, listen, I've been, time for me to take down some of my own medicine. Yeah. There's something very likable about Wendy Williams. I mean, she's come out and said some things that you're like, Wendy, come on. But there's still, at the core, at the end of the day, you're just like, I still like something about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. She hates you. She already told me that. That's okay. I still Kristen like her. Because me and Kristen want to get our tiara I'm not everyone's headphones. cup of tea. I get it. You're going to get your tiara headphones going, Yeah, we're going to both wear tiara headphones. It's <laughs> Maybe so I'll do cute. that, too. Maybe I should put cat ears on mine. Good idea. Oh, you know, I'm going to wear my cat ears tomorrow morning. That's ha- what I'm going to do. I have mine in the car from the cat I video fest. I have sparkle ones. They're so cute. Mine are white and light up, but... Oh, my God. We'll have cat day. And maybe... How's your foster fail going? Uh, good. I just bought about $200 worth of stuff to uh, make it seem, I'm going to tell Justin I got it from the rescue, but to like create the perfect kitty litter situation. And I'm like trying to now integrate the dog. So yesterday that he met the dogs and was it was okay. So I, I decided I'm going to just completely uh, transform the basement and his little area where he poops to like beautiful and then just never get him adopted. Um, even the adopted uh, secondhand hounds reached out to me and they said, he seems a little younger than two and a half years. That's what the vet guessed. And I was like, he might even be five. I don't know. He's, he might be a kitten. I'm just trying to like make him seem less like people don't want him. Yeah, everyone just wants like a 12-week-old kitten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't let him just like sit in a situation like at a foster yeah, you so. can let them sit at your foster home for years, but yeah, for years. That's the game plan. Yeah, like nobody's interested. Sorry. Oh, he's so just half feral, I think. The peak of uh, my career, talking about cat ears that light up. <laughs> and then we're talking about a cat that she's going to steal Mine are from sparkle. Steal. They're pink sequin Jesus. and they're so cute. And I got them at the movie Cats, and the which was the worst movie ever. And it was the last movie I saw before the shutdown, the pandemic oh, shutdown. And I was like, how can I live on this yeah, that's <laughs> movie <rough. laughs> at a movie theater? I've gone to the movie theater since, but of course, that 
you know, for about two years, that was my, oh my God, Cats was the last movie I saw. <laughs> oh God. All right, sister, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Ayer, join us right after this. This is Tom for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. Power sports, I love them. Uh, this August, we invite you to celebrate the Power Lodge. Uh, with Power Lodge, we hit a major milestone. 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports, of course. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, we'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest to you. That's not all either. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary Power Lodge, where your adventure with throttle therapy begins. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to mnfatloss.com. Tom here for mnfatloss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days, then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, D.C. Results may vary. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, baby. Tom Bernard Morning Show is back. Yes. Hey, Chris Eggert, how you doing today? What up? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. You're about to start the fair run, aren't you? You're rooting tootin' right. In fact, uh, we're going to be out there already today. What? <laughs> why, why do you have to go today? Listen, you can't get enough fair. So, uh, <laughs> Listen, do uh, you guys well, have to like, get things set up and stuff? Or? I should reiterate, Megan is going to the fair today, my partner. I am not. I'm going to be sitting in here in the air conditioning, enjoying every moment of it. You just tried to take credit for that so hardcore. What now? Chris is claiming he had to go to the fair today, and it was actually Megan. And you No, our team is there. No, we you said, collectively... we said, we are going to the fair, and then you're like, I'm actually not. No, I'm, and I'm... Listen, I'll get plenty of it tomorrow and every day after that. How about Saturday? You coming Saturday? Uh, I think I've, no. Oh, God. No support at all. <laughs> no support. Do you do both shows from the fair then? No, just Minnesota Live. Okay. Um, and then we stay and shoot some stuff afterwards. So, you know, we're out there a lot. That's I would like lot. to come out Saturday, but I know you guys have a crowd of people. Oh, I'd like to be fun. there, but I got to fold socks. God. <laughs> That's exactly what I have going on. I huh? knew it. Sock folding, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, speaking of ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. God, last night I was sitting in my living room listening to my wife talking to Josh Arnold on the phone. I think we're going to have to separate those two. They got way too many weird ideas. They're becoming like pretty good friends, I think. Investment ideas or just in yeah, I think so. ideas? It's like... Why don't we keep Tom out of the mix because he sucks at this? You know, it's one of those deals. You know what I mean? Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do? But no, it's nice that when, when advertisers and then become friends and then friends become friends with your wife. I like that. That kind of, that's, you know. You don't mind getting leapfrogged? Like friendship Well, Bilsky's wise? been doing it me now for years. I know. Every I'm, person he meets, oh, I like them better than you. Yeah, he definitely leapfrogged. Like, I'm friends with Bil- Bilsky so, now. I know. Yeah. It's just, it's a disaster. Are you territorial about your friends? Because sometimes I do get a little no. territorial. You ever met my friends? They're not great. No. They're ter- I met them all. They're garbage. <laughs> I met them all. They're horrible people. <laughs> They're garbage. <laughs> They're completely worthless. It's really nice. What a nice place to be working, ladies and gentlemen. So, Chris, I'm telling you because, uh, once again, um, <clears throat> I, I did used to watch Fox and CNN and MSNBC and all those things in the morning when I got up, usually starting right around, like, maybe 5.30 in the morning, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I now just watch you guys because you're on. I get up and watch your show. I watched about 30 seconds of Fox and CNN this morning. I couldn't give a rat's ass what they were talking about. That article that came out in the Wall Street Journal two days ago, that national news is indeed trying to make you feel anxious so you'll keep tuning in. So they're doing exactly what you and I have been talking about or that this show has been talking about for six months. They are making you feel worse so you'll count on them to feel better. That is disgusting. 
Yeah, I've been reading quite a bit about that lately. I, I mean, I listen, there's certain subjects that are easier to cover. And is it because there's a little bit of a fear factor there? I don't know. I mean, probably. I mean, I, I think of the all the weather stuff that's gone on and, you know, the they, they all kind of goulash that together as it being like, the world's burning. It's coming to yeah, an end. Right, right. Um, you know, and I, a lot of that's very highly debatable, and they're connecting things that really don't have an obvious connection, other than it just kind of makes it seem scarier if you throw it all together. And you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, but one of them, I did get an entertaining one because I don't go on social media. Yeah. So I had a friend, Smart. a friend of mine, sent me a post. There's a guy that really does believe, and he really he goes on and on about this. I don't know if it's Facebook or Twitter or what the hell it is. X, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't go on social media. But this guy is insisting that the Maui fires were started by Oprah Winfrey so that she could then buy up all the land. Because <laughs> she's got a house there, apparently. Oh, yeah. She's got a very big presence there, but... You know, I have been. I, I don't. Yeah, that okay. seems a little. Uh, yeah, a little uh, far flung. Just um, a little. I, I will say, I have been reading quite a bit about. There's a lot of worry on Maui about people coming from outside oh, yeah. of the island buying up property yep. because, and and because the people of Maui are so financially devastated right now, you know who who who's still there and left can even come up with the capital to be able to you know, buy some of those properties. And so, I mean, but I think there, I know there's been a lot of talk about it and I think the leadership is really sort of taking a good look at that, you know, uh, Maui leadership there and going, listen, Mm -hmm. we're not going to let this happen. Right. Um, Right. We don't want a bunch of outside, you know, I was also hearing that you brought up, brought up the, um, the Maui thing um, talking about, did you guys know this? The, the, the biggest, population center of hawaiians outside of hawaii is las vegas no what no i did not know i didn't know that yeah Yeah, i heard this the other day and um that they were interviewing a young lady who was who had moved from the islands to las vegas because it's so expensive for i mean you know how expensive it is out there yeah people who live on the islands are being priced out of their own homes and so um you know, they're moving to the mainland, and I guess for whatever reason, there's a lot of people who are moving to Vegas. I thought that was interesting, super weird. But I feel like that's happening. It was another one. L.A. is oh, acquiring yeah. a bunch a of people of um, yep. to Vegas, including um, Marky Mark. Marky what? Mark? Marky Mark moved to Vegas? Yep. Yeah, he oh. did. Indeed, he did. You know, I, it is kind of interesting because um, apparently this guy posts pictures and all that stuff, and I did check, and... It doesn't look like he's altered the pictures. There is a burn line on a curve that goes butts right up against the real expensive property, but it never crossed over the expensive property line. And I suppose they do have things in place to keep it from doing that. Yeah, did they do a pre-burn? Because I know there are some places that will go yeah, out right, and pre-burn right. some places yep. so that the fire can't jump over the pre-burn. Correct. But yeah. Hmm. 
Maybe that maybe that's what it's all about. But, but it, yeah. it it helps to have money, doesn't it, to be able to afford oh, yeah. to have somebody come out and do something like that? Because I know there's a uh, there was a few people that in California that they had privately had paid people to come out and burn areas around their right. house so that the right. fire wouldn't yeah. jump. And yeah, it's it's, it's awful. Oh, terrible. Indeed. I saw a um, story the other day that showed this house that was right there on the beach in Lahaina. And like everything around it was destroyed except for this house. And they talked to the owners of it. And in this case, they had done some pretty significant remodeling over the last several years, Mm -hmm. which included like putting on a different kind of roof and siding and whatnot. So the house was better equipped to be able to handle the fire. But that was that's crazy. You should look that up. Like you look it up and they just show like a shot of the whole beach. There's nothing there except for this one house. It almost looks like there wasn't even a fire there, which is crazy. You know, I'm just happy that that President Biden's 67 Corvette and cat are oh, safe. I heard that yesterday. What, is he nuts? Uh, yeah, that well, the context I heard it was he was ta- he was trying to talk to the people of Hawaii about Correct. the fire. Yep. Um, he was trying to relate to them that there had been a fire at one of his homes. Which is and, not and, true, by the way. It well, was a little, that, little thing. Yeah, and that he watched the fire crews fighting the fire, which also, <laughs> it sounds like he was doing Meet the Press or something in, at the time, and he wasn't even home. Right. So, and, and I guess the story I heard yesterday was comparing his comments about his Corvette or whatever, his car burning up. Right. Um, and they are comparing it to when President Trump at the time went to Puerto Rico after they'd been hit by storms. And he took all kinds of crap because he was, you remember, he was like throwing things of paper towels at the people out in the crowd. And mm-hmm. um, so the story I saw was like comparing and contrasting those. And like, they're like, there's Trump got like crucified at the time when that happened and for being so insensitive. And I think the the implication in the story I heard last night was that the mainstream media will not even come close to being critical of President Biden for the things that he said and out there when what, he was supposedly is, meeting with them. But Chris, why does the news media do that? That makes no sense to me. Look, I am not you can have both of them as far as I'm concerned. Uh, at this point, I highly doubt that I would vote for either one of them, but I suppose if they're the only two running, I have to vote for somebody, right? I mean, you could vote for a third-party candidate and have it yeah. have an impact, you know, the, <laughs> have the no picture impact. in an unintended way. These guys um, both do things that just piss me off to no end, and they both do things like that. I, I think Trump... Being and I, I, I do think there's something to it. I'm not. It's not my opinion, but I don't know. I don't work for one of the networks. Um, that there's this big, vast conspiracy that the media is not going to say anything negative about, you know, Biden. I, I don't really buy into that. I do think there's something there, though, and particularly with Trump because he's such a. He's such a vocal opponent of the fake news and yeah, the news media yeah, in general. Right. And I think it I think it's kind of like a little bit of the attitude like, oh, well, you wanna, you know, oh, is that how you is that how you want it? 
is that how you want it to be? Okay, well then, mm-hmm. and then maybe they come at him harder just because of his position on the other side of it. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but I, I will tell you, I'm in a position in my life right now that I look back, and if my my cousin, Lamont Dean, saw the Republican Party now, and my mother saw the Democratic Party, they'd both be embarrassed as hell. They're nothing like the parties they were they were they set out to be. I mean, there's nothing conservative about Republicans, and there's nothing liberal about Democrats. They're they're the least liberal people on earth now. They're very judgmental, both of them. It's disgusting. Let's yeah, get back to the original party. I think we've party. talked about it too. Is that the the extremes seem to be the ones who are getting you know, the most coverage. Yeah. But when it really comes down to it, most Americans are pretty much down the center on a lot of this stuff. Pretty much. And, I am. And given the choices that you have though, what, you know, what do you do? Well, we, we took care of that yesterday with Edwin Edwards pointing out, I'm going to get elected unless I get caught in bed. <laughs> <laughs> with a dead with a live, girl. Or, live wait, boy or a dead girl yeah yeah live boy oh, or a dead girl god dang that is, okay. i laughed about that all day i know yesterday. i kept thinking oh about it too god. and be like that's it's so, it's so bad it's like, good it's wow he said other things honest to god because people kept calling me about it so i, went, I better look up he said some things you would that were much worse than that it's like jesus you know he went to prison for like eight years did he really? Yeah, Edwin Edwards ended up in prison. I believe he did like seven or eight years. What a shock that a politician had to go to prison for scamming people. Who Listen, ever heard of it? South, the South is a really... Oh, yeah. It, and those kinds of personalities are the ones that really seem to do well. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not even talking about like, you know, governors or mayors or senators. I'm talking about like sheriffs. I've covered a lot of sheriffs when I lived down there and the, the, the old boy sheriff kind of, you know, that you think of, yeah. um, always got a saying for something always, you know, it, those are the guys who do very well in the South. It's a, yeah, they you do. Know, yep. we're, it's, it's a much different culture up here for people not really gravitating towards people like that. Just, you know, particularly in Minnesota and, you know, uh, the, a oh, lot of the Midwest. Yeah. In Minnesota, want, if, yeah, if you we don't give people right here, right? If yeah. it's Minnesota, if you are known for not giving someone's Tupperware back, you're dead to us. So if yeah. you're not doing those, you know what I mean? Like if you're skipping around, not doing those social uh, norms, you're like you can't be a scammer for very long in Minnesota without someone being like, yeah, he doesn't cut his grass. What? Like we're pretty particular. Well, we're fifty-fifty here. I think that half the people in the state of Minnesota are the nicest people I ever met, and the other half, I am not my kind of people. That's just a fact. You know, talking behind someone's back and trying to ruin their life, not to their face, but because that's one thing I will tell you about the East Coast and the South. If they're going to bring you down, they're going to look they you right, right at you. They come right at you. They don't sneak up yeah. behind you like some of the people do in this state. Now, again, yeah. half the people in the state are wonderful, very nice people. So I'm not saying I, I, it's why I still live here. You know, uh, I, I just, I'm not a fan of that stabbing people in the back thing. I'd rather stab you in the front. 
It's it's there's such a cultural difference living in the South. There's no doubt about that. And the and East what, Coast. And the weather, uh, like we've had today, this is every day in Orlando. <laughs> Do you feel this at home, Chris? Like living in Orlando three quarters of the year. It's, it's true. Horrid. Do you feel very at home right now? Oh, God. I, listen, when we were leaving Orlando, I loved it. It was super fun. Pre-kids, like what a fun time in our lives. But then we had the kids and then you start like looking at things differently. And I remember we had like a two-year-old. My wife was like eight and a half months pregnant and we were out walk, pushing the baby around the lake once. And this is right before we were getting ready to leave. 99 degrees outside, 99% humidity. And I was like, God, I can't wait to leave this place. It's just so freaking hot. This is awful. <laughs> yeah, things sure change too. Like the minute you have a kid, all of a sudden, because I can For lay sure. outside and feel fine. But if I'm like, yesterday I was in the shade with her and her little like splash pad. And I was like, is this, so like one of my neighbors, Brian, who's lovely was like, Hey, don't watch, make sure you guys don't spend too much time out here. And I was like, am I endangering her? Like all of a sudden you're like, right. oh, oh, like you're checking their heart rate. And you're like, I don't, I don't even know what to do. So you just go inside and sit. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Oh, um, so that does end by the, by the end of the day today, or it starts to get better tomorrow, a lot better. So for what it's worth. So I, yeah. you guys have kind of made me obsessed with uh, Edwin Edwards and I wanted uh -oh. to see what he actually went to prison for. <laughs> yes. It's not that shocking uh, when you, after you hear that quote, but he goes, uh, Mr. Edwards was released from a federal prison in Oakdale, Louisiana, after serving more than eight years for a 10-year sentence yeah. yep. for, for bribery and extortion. He had been found guilty of rigging Louisiana's riverboat casino licensing process <laughs> during his last term in office. And that's the governor like four times. Yeah, I uh, wasn't this the plot of, of uh, Ozark, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Edwin Edwards invented it all. And wow. six months later, he married for the third time. And in the fall, he rode in an open convertible through cheering crowds, waving Edwards for governor signs <laughs> as an election day barbecue. Not a shock. As you know, they sent me to prison for life, he told them. But I came back with a wife. <laughs> life and wife. <laughs> so it all works out this in the guy, end. This guy's kind of hilarious. Is Dougie really? Is Dougie on the phone right now? Yeah, he's on. Doug, uh, Chris Eggert on with Chris. You, you, you two guys ever met Doug Sprinthal and Chris Eggert? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, thought we so. were in, I thought so. We were in the podcast together when I thought I was going to interview him, and he showed up with a cameraman to interview you. Remember that? Oh, that's the weirdest right. Day. It was cool. That's right. That's when one of his coworkers over at Channel Five. And some people think he's racist. I but, still will never forget but that. But no matter how many positive things were said, <laughs> Tom still walks away with that one little Yeah, you comment. know somebody else in the state that gets, has to take that shit? No. No. You do and not. I do agree. If somebody said okay. that people might think Brady's racist, that might stick with me for like, a while. What are you, nuts? <laughs> no one else in the state puts up with that crap but me. So I enjoy it now. I, I have parties over it. And he's this, and he's that, and he's this, and he, they have no proof of any of it, of course. But uh, the folks that are supposed to be so liberal will just buy anything as long as you say it. You'd think a liberal would would look at both sides, wouldn't they? Remember, you called me a was a socialist or a communist? Last you time? are a communist, <laughs> commie. <laughs> Doug Sprinthal with us, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert. You two should schmooze for the last couple of minutes because Chris has got to go in like two minutes. So, Doug, any questions for Mr. Eggert? I, 
God, you just you caught me flat-footed. I and I never get flat-footed as a salesman. I'm supposed to think on my feet. I haven't found um, Chris, a car yet. Hey, Doug, Chris, if you, I was, that's my next because, question. Yeah, we had talked Looking, about that with the teenage driver, and Doug has very um, high. You have good high expectations about the quality of car that I was th- that you think I should purchase, yes. and I want to buy one for a thousand dollars. So that we're not yeah, I, I, it's, it's possible, um, it, but it's hard, especially if you don't know much about mechanics. So there are some buys from time to time on Craigslist, which is here's the reason that dealers don't sell two and three thousand dollar cars. For one, there's not a lot of money to be made on them, but sure. it's almost always guaranteed brain damage because you sell them as is and people go all the way up and then you know a thousand or two thousand dollar cars are it's not if they're going to break down it's when and then they always come back and that you knew that the it's like no we didn't we didn't know it was the head gasket was going to blow it's just it's not worth the brain damage what happened, oh, Catherine? The head gasket blew. What? I don't even know what the hell Doug's that is. Fault. It was, he was Doug's in, fault. He sabotaged the car while it was in the detail area. That's, uh, it's a, that checks out. It's all true. What, 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 on a related note, um, I was talking to a customer last night. They were buying a, uh, a late model Ford Explorer from us, and I was talking about the extended warranty, and they're like, "You guys, that's such a ripoff!" And all you guys is make money on it. And I said, "Well, let me let me give you the facts on extended service contracts. Yes, we're a business, and yes, there's profit involved, but over ninety percent of the premiums that we take in on these uh, extended service contracts get paid out. So there's a little bit of money to be made, but ninety percent of it goes back to customers because there's tires break. It's uh, yeah, you know, they're still yeah. machines, and they have to operate when it's 110 degrees out or 40 below zero. And then we get mad when they break. It's like I think they're actually pretty cool. I'm surprised they don't break more. Right? There are a lot of extremes here. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, this is every, this is this place is hard on cars. It really is. Every winter, one of our piece of junk cars, some kind of plastic part breaks off of it in those like you know 30 degree below zero days and yeah. i'll be out like trying to open my wife's car door and kunk, something snaps off so that's the best yeah no, it's a great kunk. and then kunk all kunk. right chris has got to go and do his job as a newsman uh, tomorrow I'll be coming to you on the phone as I'm frantically scampering over to our building. So the state. Farm. Oh, that'll be fun it, to see. It's going to be like a, a quick state fair report for you every day. So I, I, that, that's, what's going to be happening. There you go. Thank you, sir. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. And, of course, on the line, Doug Sprinthal live, the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of the new EV Ford Mustang. I own one. I love it more. And, Dougie, I'm not kidding you. FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com online. Dougie, I love my car more every day, and it's your fault. I know. I think they're fabulous too, and we've uh, we've sold quite a few of them since I've been here. I, I've been buying some used ones from Ford, one and two year old ones, and oh. they seem to be really popular. Not everybody has podcast DJ money, you know. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, the big dough. I stole that from your mom. Did you get that? Yes, I did. Where are we going to get <laughs> DJ money? 
My mother used to say that about every... Hey, Mom, do we have any bread? Where are we going to get bread money? Well, say, it's bread, Mom. That's, we need that. She yeah, would always respond with that. We need to eat at that. some point. Yes, we need to eat at some point, sister. We know that. Hey, are you, I, I got to ask you a question. Are you doing the state fair this year? Saturday at 10 a.m. You going to be there? Uh, probably not. I'll be here in Baldwin, Wisconsin, selling Fords. Well, so. take some time off and come by and hop up on a say. We're going to have a couple of people on. Tevin already ducked out that pill. He should be here now, any minute, and I can go after him. He's a, now that he's a DJ, he probably stays up too late. Big shot. That's I what know. it is. No, it's going to be interesting to appear at the fair. I have not appeared at the fair in years now. Well, you and I did it with a family podcast, I think, about seven or eight years ago. Yeah. Remember, we yep. did, I, it might have been longer than that because I think Dan set it up, uh, your, your son-in-law. And yep. we're, we're kind of sitting on the grass under a tent, and it was so fun to watch people walk by, and then all of a sudden it was like they saw Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, and their heads had snapped around. Tommy Bernard right there, great. Look at him. That's him right there, and he's talking into a microphone. I thought it was pretty, you know. That's what I do, but, you know. Do you remember Do you remember the farmer, I love, the old guy from we Wisconsin? We got potatoes, we got beets, we got everything you need. That guy? I love yeah, that then guy. I had, my, I had my hand ripped off in the PTO, you know. He started, it was like Woody from Cheers talking about his relatives. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, this is just wonderful. I wanted to hug it was, him. It was fantastic. You got beets, you got potatoes. Yeah, he was magnificent. You know what? That we still have that audio somewhere. It's around. Oh, here you got to dig that up. That definitely oh. needs to be best of. I mean, if anybody's thinking about a career in podcasting, listen to that, and you'll just do something else. <laughs> that was fun doing that podcast out at the fair. That was seven, eight years ago. You're right. That was a long yeah, time. It might have been ten time. years ago. Time flies when you're not paying attention. And I never pay attention. Why would I? Yeah, I know. You know it's all recorded. You can look it up when you're old and listen to all your old episodes. I want a piece of bread. I still love that that line from <laughs> Where's Papa? Remember they go, Gus and Grace's home for the elderly? Yeah. I love that. Well, how's everything going? I want a piece of bread. <laughs> this guy's about 110 years old. <laughs> ah, what the hell. All right, Dougie, what else you got, Pally? Well, let's talk cars for a little bit. Uh, we were talking about used electric Mustangs. I've got two of them in stock right now. I also bought, and I just wanted to try it out, I bought a Ford uh, Lightning, which is their all-electric version of the F-150. It's Ooh. a cool truck. It's taken some uh, rips, I think justifiably because the towing range on them isn't very good. Mm -hmm. But as driving them as a regular truck, I mean, it's unbelievable. This thing has got 7,000 miles on it. Original window sticker was $92,000. It's got everything in the world on it. Practically drives itself. And we're selling it for in the low 70s. So it's about twenty grand under what you'd pay for a brand new one. You can see all this stuff online at flagshipboard.com. Let me ask you a question about that. And I'm not trying to, you know, stab uh, anybody in the back here, but... The tax situation between Wisconsin and Minnesota probably differs a little bit, so you probably got better deals there anyway, don't you? Well, but you pay tax on the state where you title the car. So, oh, that's you know, true. yours, yeah. we titled it that's for true. you in, in Minnesota. So, yeah, yeah, that would be – otherwise, everybody would be buying cars in what states with no income tax or yeah, state tax. True. Like that's Florida true. doesn't have sales tax, do they? They have sales tax. They don't have any income tax. Oh, that's what it is. So you'd have to find, but anyway, you can't, you can't do that. They've, uh, 
figure out a way to keep you from cheating. Good idea, though. Yeah, I mean, it would be a hell of a thought if you just... But yeah, Minnesota has cut off every angle of, oh, you're trying to save money? You won't be doing that, pal. Yeah, I can tell you, the Wisconsin residents pay a hell of a lot less in license fees than we do over in Minnesota. Yeah, do. You know, That's a brand new $50,000 car, I think the license, first-year license plates are probably in the fives. Uh, in in uh, Wisconsin, it's a flat $85. doesn't matter how old the car is or how much it costs, so... My favorite of all time is when Jesse Ventura became governor of the state of Minnesota. All plates are a hundred bucks. That's because he had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, he had. You're you're really close. What he did, he had an old Porsche. It was a really cool Carrera, but it was ten years old, and he was pissed off. So he so he yep. graduated the plate fees. So as soon as they hit ten years, it was only thirty five dollars. <laughs> To save himself him money. He was, he was awesome. Oh, God, Jesse. More more me now. That's all I have to it's, say. It's all your fault. If you hadn't got him in the governorship, we wouldn't have had I Arnold know. Schwarzenegger. We wouldn't have had Sarah Palin. We wouldn't have had drop the dots all the way to the it, day. It was my it's fault. because of you. Yep, you and Passolt screwing around on the radio. That's basically true. And it, it, Ruined it, politics in America. You know, to this day, Jesse doesn't talk to me because he wanted me to host his inaugural uh, party when he was elected governor. And I said I'd do it. And then Hamilton said, you aren't doing that. There's no way. You know, yeah. you, you've, I've heard you tell that story before, before, but why would Dave Hamilton be against you speaking of Jesse's inaugural ball? Because I was taking a political side, I guess, which I wasn't. Is, because I support Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, well, and he was your buddy. But, I mean, yeah. you guys were pretty political back then anyway. I thought that exactly. was kind of the point. I know. I just never under. I think it has had something to do with more me now. That's what I think was really. Oh, important. I get it. You the know. spotlight should be on me at all times. Yeah, there's a lot of that, yeah. man. I get it. All right, pal, so everything else good? Everything's good. Uh, have a great day. Stay cool. Drink a lot of water, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Don't tell me what to do. I'm sorry I blew up. <laughs> don't Bye. tell me what to Don't tell me to drink water. Don't tell me to drink water. All right, Dougie, we will talk to you tomorrow, pally. Bye, Doug. Over now. Thanks a lot, Doug Sprinthal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like, I love this. Our longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal. Associate at best. Associate at best. Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, it's flagshipford.com. That's flagshipford.com. Look, I was not trying to screw the state of Minnesota out of any money, but if you go over to Wisconsin and you buy a car there, I understand you have to license it here, but couldn't you, you know, get a little break, don't Mm -hmm. you? I mean, I think you're literally describing fraud. But it's not fraud. I don't mean to do it under. I'm talking about just being wide open about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no I fraud. Know. No, I mean, but I think you're described like I don't know what crimes are, but like I'm assuming that that's like a, it's some not sort a of crime. Thing. That's not what I meant at all. Yeah, I, I know you're I not trying to you say cry, and I agree. Like, I said I hate you. Yeah, if if the fireworks and spotted cow weren't enough to get you to come to Wisconsin, yeah. we'll also knock the tax off your car. Come on by. What do you think of that action? Take that home with you. And you can buy fireworks, as Rudy just pointed out. Right. You should be able to buy fireworks and save money on your on your purchase. I'm with you. And, and Four more are, years. Four, Four more years. years. There you go. <laughs> I, I just, I have, Minnesota's getting a little carried away with having the highest taxes in America. Don't love that. What the hell are you thinking? Why do we have the highest taxes in America? Makes no sense. Right? I'm sitting here going, I have no idea. Like, I know 
there's something special about Minnesota. We come here and it's clean, it's beautiful. But like, I feel like we're at a good point with taxes, right? Can we just like calm down? 14%, yeah, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll say for like, a state tax. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I love Minnesota. I do. I absolutely love Minnesota. It's the, the you know, trips we you go up to the Duluth or you go to, like I said, I've lived in Grand Forks. I lived in Fargo. lived in Minnesota both times when I was working in those because they're right on the border. Yes, sir. We love going down to, you know, Barn Bluff down. And, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's just some of the people here are just not very nice. Yeah. I just don't know. Where did that come from? Is that a Viking thing or something? I don't know. I think... I think there's something about the weather, too, right? We really close into our houses yeah, and disappear yeah. because it seems like in the summer, people are real willing to, like, hang out and they have, like, neutral places. But, like, in the winter, people do not want to invite you to their house. Yeah, that winter thing can be a bitch. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. I think you just hunker down and just mentally become No, that's block. probably true. That's probably true. Hunkering down is probably a good way to put it. Just like, I don't want to go out. Just leave me alone. You can't come in and I don't want to go out. Yeah. Like our house cannot <laughs> yeah, handle another that. person in it. We are all locked inside here. We cannot open the windows. Good day. It's all. And by the way, across, this is not just the Minnesota thing. It's across the United States right now. The people who claim to be the most caring and forgiving are the most judgmental pricks I have ever seen. I think you always have to keep that in mind. The vocalizing. Why, though? Yeah. But vocal, anytime you vocalize weird stuff like that, I think it seems like it must be an obsession in your brain. You know who's not a prick? Uh, Judd Zulgad, and we will get to him after we go to no, break. No, no, he's a total prick. I'm <laughs> he's not panicking because he wants us to go to break before <laughs> yeah. 9. What do you mean it's not in my brain? What is in my brain? What? You said something's in my brain. What's I said in there's an brain? obsession in the brain when people are vocalizing things. Not you. No, I just am sick to death of it. They claim to be something that they absolutely are not. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great. Can we talk about that after the break? So we really no. got to get into this break. This is my show now. I'll do <laughs> any goddamn thing I want. I know, I'm scared about the law. You hear me? Yes, what? I am. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. When you need someone to listen. A lawyer you know and trust. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says riding a bus to school is 13 times safer than riding in a passenger vehicle and 10 times safer than walking to school. The reality of school bus safety is that more children are hurt outside the bus than inside as passengers. Most of the children who lose their lives in bus-related crashes are pedestrians, four to seven years old, who are hit by the bus or by motorists illegally passing a stop school bus. Please be patient and use extra caution when driving near children and school buses. And never pass a bus when the arm is down and red lights are flashing. The children inside and their parents are counting on us. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in an accident. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to a lawyer. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. 
Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Look at that, 9 o'clock right on the nose. We made it. Professionals. Now somebody can pull their head out of their ass and calm down over at the head office. What do you think? Uh, yeah, Tevin comes in, starts feeding back right away. Typical. <laughs> yeah, that's on me. The, the hell's the, 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 the volume is a little high in these headphones. Just a little. I wonder, so who would that have been? I don't know who wore them last... I do not remember. Ladies and gentlemen, join us at Carousel Park in front of the grandstand this Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll be joined by legendary broadcaster Don Shelby along with Brittany and maybe a few other uh, surprise guests, but not Tevin, of course, because he's a massive pain in the ass. It's the fair, so you never know who will drop by, except for Tevin, who's a pain in the ass. That's this Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. Carousel Park in front of the grandstand. We'll see you there on Saturday. Okay, and just to defend myself, I thought... Nope. I thought that You're this was an afternoon thing. I can't. I, Brittany didn't tell me it was at 10 a.m. I can make it at 10 a.m. I just have something to do well, now. You're the at worst person. Oh my! Okay, look at, him smile. look at him smile. Look at him. First off, we said the time I yet last no. week. In my defense, hun- I was not listening. I was just waiting for my turn to talk. <laughs> Like you the radio this. people. That's exactly right. And so you said, I have a wedding. And I was like, well, that's weird. Well, maybe he's out of town for his wedding. Because I was like, it's 10 a.m., but whatever. That's right. Well, I, I was not aware of the time. I just have to, yeah, I have a hard but out like, at 1230. So as like, long as we're before then. Tom, 11 o'clock. Just, yeah. okay, exactly. You so I'll what? be there. You're a disaster. No, I want, for the court, I, I would like to just talk. Court. I just want to say, <laughs> he, yeah. as I wrote I, on Monday. I wrote, you come into the fair Saturday with us? And he goes, no, I looked at September 26th, not August 26th. Yep. I have a wedding this weekend. I go, bummer, but understandable. Like, yep. I'm trying to be nice. And You put he, bummer? Yeah. I'm, you right. spell that out? So I just assumed it mind, was in the afternoon. He didn't man. even ask the time. So what am I supposed to then go, well, it's 10 a.m. Like, sh- shoot that out. Like, as if he literally knew the time last week, had it, it put it in his calendar. I just It's um, still all worked out because your boy is going to be there. <laughs> Everybody can. I just want to so, go on the record that I feel like I would have been an asshole to been like it's ten. Like I assume that he. Yeah, but I feel like our relationship. I would have expected you to be an asshole in that. All like right. just you know. All right, so I have to be more motherly. Oh, I have to do. An, there's another male in my life that I have to like hand feed things no. to. Is that too no. much to ask? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Add it to the list. <clears throat> no, that was my bad. I just didn't. I didn't get all the information. And you know. But now we're here. It's a weird assumption that a morning show would be at like I don't know, like because it's like a hassle to get to the state fair in the morning. Like maybe you go in the afternoon. I don't know. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I just personally never go to the state fair in the morning, and so I just assumed it was at night since the world revolves around me. That's don't true. worry about it. The world doesn't revolve around you. And by the way, I, I Judd, I have to ask you a question. You've heard this conversation. Yes. And I got to be honest with you. I think Brittany's leaning on a little racist, uh, you know, just being so judgmental about a black man. I can actually confirm that because the first words <laughs> she said to me this morning, not hello, how's it going? She goes, oh, look at that. And looks at her watch like right on time. They're not going to be three weeks in a row late. Like just assumes oh. that I was going to be late because of the color of my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go back on text? You want to know how many texts I have in a row yeah, of I'm going to be why late you today? Up, why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.